you really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. I've got to tell you, just speaking to the people here, they are fired up, they get it, they've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches, dealing with this, our practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it, and it's about helping you not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. And I can tell you that um, you are mission focused. I know you're purpose focused, and and I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with um, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative. You can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And now, Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. What's up, everybody? Sean Zalmanoff here with our Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. Kenneth, man, you know, we've had such an amazing time this last month bringing everybody, all the coaches that, uh, and you and I haven't got to connect on, on the podcast in the same way. I've been missing you. Oh, yeah. So this uh, one-on-one with the coaches has been nice, but I'm glad to uh, – I'm actually glad to see you again, Sean, and and uh, and kick this thing off once again. So, Hey, so we're, uh, we're joined by Jamie Cavanaugh today. And, uh, Jamie, you've had a, a few years in the mortgage business. You've been through some – some ups and downs, and, uh, and now you're you're back on the upswing. Um, hey, friends! Before we introduce Jamie and, and let's let her roll here, remember: is is you're in your business and you're drowning in this minutia and, and these loans and everything you're doing right now. You always need to be working for for the future, and you're going to wish for a day. Uh, at some point, probably in the not too distant future where turn times are this long and it takes so long to get back to people and everyone's so busy. So uh, one thing that, that you can do is you can go to this nifty little website that we have. It's $1MSA.com all spelled out and you can get access to everything that we have in our digital platform for just $1 for seven days. Uh, so remember to keep bettering yourself and keep investing in yourself. And that probably leads incredibly well into our guest here. Jamie, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. So, so 23 years in the business, right? That is correct. 23 lovely years. I'm imagining that over those 23 years, Jamie, you've had to uh, invest in yourself quite a bit and maybe even reinvent yourself a time or 10 during uh, the course of the few changes that we've had uh, in the business. No doubt. No doubt. You know, um, definitely uh, have the, the old battle scars from the Great Recession and the, the meltdown that we all experienced. And I think um, it, from it, I think I really learned probably the greatest skill uh, of my career, and that is how to adapt to change and how to roll with that and not be um, not be afraid of it. I think um, there's even a saying about that, right? It, it's not the, the strongest who survive. It's the most adaptable to change. And that was a, a huge huge lesson for me um, as a younger executive is how to pivot, how to, how to go, okay, um, you know, big company shutting down, mortgage meltdown, we're done, what's next? You know, and how to, how to kind of find my way and find my path and, and find my passion and, and, and weather it. And, and so far I'm still standing. <laughs> I, think, I think Darwin said that, but that's science. Kenneth, do you believe in science? <laughs> um, so... Hey, uh, Jamie, so just so everybody knows who, uh, who you are, give us, like, we got some meat that we want to get into to really help loan officers today. 
but give us the quick uh, 23 years ago, minute or less, to where you are right now, what you're doing, implode, meter, bust, all that, uh, that, that you kind of just briefly mentioned, and then, uh, and then let's help some LOs. Sure. So I uh, started super young in the business, was, was raised by a real estate agent, uh, got in uh, in college, started helping a loan officer and then worked my way up, you know, from processing all the way up the chain, did every job, um, met my business partner uh, and uh, started working and running ops for him. And we grew a wholesale operation. And over the course of about eight years time, we grew that into a pretty large operation, which unfortunately... Uh, back in 2007, fell victim to the mortgage meltdown, and we were number 82 on the mortgage implodometer. <laughs> and uh, as a result, really had to pivot. Um, took some, took a, an executive position at a large bank, and kind of pivoted from the origination side of things back to the foreclosure side because then that was where my skills were needed. And uh, sat there for about five, six years until things kind of came back. Got back to the origination side, been back in the broker world about five years, and uh, that is most definitely where my heart is and where I'll stay. And so here I am at Amerifund, um, partner here in the company. I've uh, got about 12 folks working for me, many of whom have been with us 15, 20 years, come with me to most of my, my companies, and uh, just really loving being back on the origination side and really serving the consumer. It's good to be back on the origination side. It is. KT and I talk about that all the time. It's just, you know, you're set up, you control your destiny when you're helping originators or on the front lines with them or you yourself are the one originating loans because it's just, it's irreplaceable. Like we, we, we need our processors, we need our underwriters, we need all of these people desperately. But man, if you can get business, you're always going to have a job. True story. Mr. Travis, what's going on today? Yeah, so Shiva, uh, Jamie, you were talking about pivoting, and I, I go back to the you called it the Great Depression. That's our yeah, that's what I've always great called. Recession. It. I mean, Great Recession. I'm sorry, the Great Recession um, derived from the Great Depression. You know, in the mortgage business, and you talk about pivoting, and like, man, I look back, and I was still somewhat young in my career. Uh, I'd probably only been in the business for about five years when we went through that that challenge in the industry. I mean, it was a it was the real like, and a lot of people haven't seen. Um, haven't seen how good it was prior to that and then how terrible it was for so many after that. And I just feel it's like, like we're in such a really abundant time today in today's environment, like things are really good for the mortgage industry. And I think our biggest challenges that we see a loan officers, a lot of loan officers facing today are probably capacity issues more than anything, longer turn times, uh, the ability to communicate effectively to their consumers and their partners, you know, in the business. Um, and we're going to have another pivot eventually. You know, I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, man, things are so great right now. It's real easy to get lazy and to not work as hard inside of our relationships, you know, with our realtor partners and things like that. And so I just think it's real important to continue that conversation with those people. But at the same time, um, like the things that we do, we have to be very careful what we do now. Like in the next, I would say six to 12 months, I just think it's so important for us to be careful. The choices that we make regarding our business, meaning who we hire, who we bring on board, because I know that there are some companies that are throwing a lot of money at processors or loan partners because it seems like it's the easy fix, but when it all goes away, you're going to have overpaid staff members, you know, on your team that, you know, may not be scalable 
in, you know, down the road. And so I just feel like that knowing what I know now, I'm asking you the same question, knowing what you know now, what would you tell loan officers? Because I feel like that pivot, not that we're going to go through another great recession, but I do think that there's going to be a time probably in the next 12 to 16 months where we have to pivot again, right? There's going to be a big change. Like a lot of us have had to pivot recently and do some things differently inside of our business because it's because of the capacity issues that we're having. So what advice would you give those that are, that are out there maybe stuck in some of these things that I've mentioned? So we're living in a reactive environment right now. Um, Everybody is reacting to this unprecedented volume, the turn times, the struggles, the challenges. Everybody feels behind the eight ball when it comes to having enough staff, having enough of everything. But what we must not lose sight of is focusing on all of the consistent marketing efforts and business building activities that will continue to drive our business forward when the market shifts. So if we are living in the world of refinances right now, I'm not saying we shouldn't be taking advantage of the market. I'm not saying we shouldn't be wrapping our arms around that market and grabbing it. We should be serving our clients. That's our job. But we cannot stop those business building activities that are going to give us a sustainable business in the long haul. It's the long game. Anybody that wants to survive in this business, anybody who has survived in this business knows you have to play the long game. Yes, we're working 14, 16 hour days. If you don't carve out time every day, every week to build your business beyond what you have right now, beyond the refinance market, then you're going to be caught really, really short in about six to 12 months. Who knows when really? Um, and so my, my best advice to anybody who is in this business, who hasn't experienced what I would consider the downside or the market shift is do not lose sight of that. Keep focusing on the long game. The long game is what will sustain you and will keep you here in another 10 years when we're looking beyond this and looking back at this and saying, wow, that was an amazing time. It was. Yeah. Jamie, I don't think Sean's ever worked a 14 hour day in his career just to throw that out there but but we have so i know what you mean you know kenneth i worked a, a whole lot of those early on and you know what i don't work them anymore you are 100 percent correct yes it's correct um yes but but there there were there were a lot of 14 hour days that i worked weeks on end doing those but but now you know we, we built yeah. this business so we can do it a little bit differently and even though our, you're in my business is in two different countries. Um, the, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like, it's own country. I would say that. Uh, I agree, yeah. The, uh, you know, it's interesting how similar ours, ours run because, you know, as Jamie's sitting here talking about, you can't stop focusing on the purchase business. Like you and I, if, even if we tried to stop focusing on the purchase business, our teams, like the relationships that we have both our agents are, are so entrenched. Like, you know, I mean, we're crushing it on refis right now. But we're still about 55% purchase. And, yeah. you know, it's just there happens to be double that capacity of where we would be with purchases right now because we're usually like a 90, 95, 10, 95, 5 uh, purchase to refi uh, shop where we're almost 50, 50. Well, I mean, purchase business hasn't slowed down. It's probably busier uh, just because of the pent up demand. And now we got all these refis. That, that we're doing as well too. So I, I just, I tell you that for loan officers that you're listening right now, like if your business is hundred percent refis, um, and now a few months ago when certain cities were completely locked down, uh, wasn't the case, but, but if, if right now you're listening to this and your business is hundred percent refis, 
no offense, but I kind of like to tell you like it is, you are doing something wrong. There is so much purchase business out there that, that, that somebody is taking your market share from you. So some other loan officer is loving on these agents who you used to receive phone calls from, or used to return their phone calls and don't anymore. And you need to schedule. We were just talking about it. We do an inside a next level. We do a top producer tactic uh, for our coaching members and, and we drop it out every Monday. And, and, you know, my message this week was just really simple. It's just like love on your people. Take 15 minutes a day, four days this week. I'm not even asking you for you to do it five days and take that to call three or five agents that you haven't spoken to in a while. And tell them you appreciate them. Tell them what's going on in your world. Ask how they're doing. And I guarantee you're going to get a referral next week that you didn't have uh, or, or wouldn't have gotten just, just by being in front of them. Um, and I know you do a great job of that, Kenneth. So. Yeah. Yeah. Actually we do. And um, you know, we're talking about a, a lot of things here. Uh, I like what you said, like don't be a one trick pony when it comes to just only doing refinances. Um, I think that, you know, I look for opportunities. I'm always looking a mile down the road. It seems like, I always like to, and Jamie, you probably are the same way just from the conversations that we've had, but it's like, man, what better, like, dude, I've gotten more business from agents I've never worked with probably in the last, I'd say month to two months. And it's been weird because it's like, well, why are they referring this business all of a sudden? I had to put any effort into it. It's just like, I've started getting it, you know, and, and, and the reality is, you know, real estate agents talk and when you take care of them and they get upset with their current lender because they're not getting the service that they need because the lender set up within, you know, they work for a company uh, whose turn times are, you know, 20 days and they're not able to get things done. And that's a whole nother conversation, you know, um, or they're just overwhelmed that they're not, the realtors don't feel like they're getting the level of service that they need. And I don't think that there's not many loan officers out there that are ha- that I think have a getting loan problem at this time. Right. Really, it's like I need more help, right? They have a they have a scaling problem at this time. And um, Jamie, you and I were just talking about like, yeah, we're we're, we're hiring people right now, and I just uh, I just think it's important to hire the right talent, not necessarily the most expensive talent, you know. And we have processes for that, but I don't know, just a lot going on. Uh, I think we all have a lot to be thankful for. But I do, man, I just think, man, what a great opportunity to go out there and take your competition's realtors from them because they're not spending time with them. And to Sean's point, like gifting, like we do a lot of gifting. You know, we, we, uh, we actually did some, uh, um, some gifting to, I think it was like 25 agents. And um, I haven't had all, time. All RESPA compliant. Oh, it was all RESPA compliant. Um, but we do because they're my friends. Um, but we, uh, we did some, we did some gifting ideas, you know, not in exchange for business, but we did do some gifting ideas that was just a bang up, just absolutely out of this world, uh, things for, you know, for our agents, because, you know, if you don't have the time to get out there and spend with them, you have to create something or put something in place so they can. So what we did is we had 25 agents come by the office and my team and I sat down with them for three to five minutes and just let them know how much we appreciated them. And that was a huge win for our team. And, uh, and they were really thankful for it. So we just got to find ways. So Jamie, what are some things that, that maybe you guys do uh, or more that you want to add around this conversation? Because I mean, it's refreshing for me at least to talk to somebody who's been in the business for 20 plus years, you know, and uh, they just understand um the environment and they appreciate the environment because we've been in it when it wasn't 
wasn't so fruitful. Absolutely. You know, you kind of hit it on the head, uh, whether it's the gifting or the reaching out. One of the things that has served us so well, and even more so recently, is putting value out without an ask. Putting value out without an ask comes back around to us tenfold. Um, I have, as a company, I, I do a lot of like front facing uh, social stuff where every week I put out something, um, something that explains uh, a piece of the loan process, a piece of the escrow process, whatever that might be. And by the way, I don't put my phone number on it. I don't ask for business, but it's of course done in a way where it's on our socials or maybe it's in a, an email that goes out to our database. And what I find every week uh, real estate agents that I haven't talked to in years will reply and thank us for the value. And that realtor might then refer me somebody later because the topic I discussed that week was something that rang true for them and they had a client that it applied to. Those are the things that a lot of folks just aren't taking the time to do, whether because they're super busy right now. And so they're not focusing on, again, the business activity to grow or just because they don't think that, that it's valuable. And it is. It's hugely valuable. And when we go out and we offer something to our referral partners and our sources without asking for something in return, they appreciate it and it works. It, it gives them something and it feels good. It offers value and it's great. Yeah. I've always said, and I know Sean's heard this, he's heard me say this multiple times. I believe, Jamie, that we receive through the same hole we give through, right? And it's called radical giving, whether it's of education or our time or whatever it is and, and, and having that expectation of nothing in return. That's what radical giving is, you know? And, uh, and I believe you, it's like, it's almost like doing, it's like getting results in advance. You know what I mean? Yep. And, um, and I find that that's really served me well over the years and it can be frustrating sometimes because you do, you know, sometimes we do give a lot to, to the local real estate market and sometimes they don't give back. Some of them don't give back like you want, and you got to really change that mindset that, well, oh, yeah, but I'm not doing it to get something back. I'm doing it to create value and to be a leader in the marketplace. And I'm not keeping track of it. You know, it's not like tip for tack. It's just, you know, I want to be a abundance of knowledge and information and love. And, and it just served me well. So, and I do like, believe it. You know, KT, like tick for tack, it, it doesn't work well with your significant other. And it, and it doesn't work well. <laughs> in a relationship with, with your realtors or loan officers or, or anyone else as well too. I mean, like you, you got to give and, and you just, you, you get a lot back when you do. Yeah, um, Jamie. So it's so one of the thing that I wanted to, to talk with and have you share a little bit of your process is, is this conveyor belt that you have. One of the things that, that KT and Kellen and Shane uh, and I all uh, preach along with Kenneth here, of course, uh, when we're, when our coaching calls at next level is like, you know, loan officers, like when, when you're crushing it, like you're doing 200, $300, $400 an hour activities. And so like, there's a lot of people in the world who don't have any desire to do the things that it takes to, for, for those activities. But man, there's some really great paying 20, $25 an hour jobs, 875 in East Texas. Um, and, uh, that, that people are really can help you with. And so like loan officers, as, as, as we're talking about, like, you know, you listen to this, like you are the most important part of the transaction. If you're not getting the business, nothing else happens, but 
we as salespeople are also like the most in the way in the transaction. And when we can get the heck out of the way and hand it off, you can see your income soar. And so you've built this conveyor belt that's working really well in your business. Share what, what's going on then so some loan officers and managers can take a few things out that they can implement themselves. Sure. So, you know, it's, it's worked for a really long time for us. I did it before with the old company. I do it now. Really, the sales activity has is the highest and best use of the time of my sales folks. And it has to be what they do all day, every day. So, uh, you know, imagine, you know, they're making the calls, they're talking to clients, they're doing the consultations. They are counseling our clients on the best loan for their needs. <clears throat> Once the client completes their application and sends in their documents, that's no longer sales activity, okay? It's ops activity in my world. So it's uh, an assistant that grabs that documentation, pulls it into our system, you know, discloses that loan and sends it into our processing team. So I'm a little more operationally heavy in my staff for this very reason, because having one or two additional people on my operations staff to vet and review that documentation from the client takes my salespeople completely out of that process and allows them to do nothing but origination activity all day, every day. And because we work as a team, they have a level of confidence in that handoff with the client where we're setting the expectation from that first phone call. This is how we work. We work as a team. These are the people that you'll be working with throughout your transaction, and this is what you can expect. So when you do that with your clients, there isn't that um, <clears throat> pushback or fear because you're telling them how things are going to progress and who they're going to be working with. And so it's just a, it's like a passing of the baton in our world. And it works very well for us. It is serving us well. And what I've done is once that formula worked, I just started to duplicate it, duplicate it and duplicate it over and over and over again um, and, and continue to kind of proactively hire uh, in front of the volume. And, uh, and, and we've, we've scaled as a result. So I think that focusing on sales activity is the key is, is to your point, those $400 an hour activities need to be left to the sales folks and let the operations folks do what they do best. I was like, she's been to a next level class before Sean. She's learned from the best. What can we say? So we've been, yeah, we've been sending that message for so many years now, um, you know, through coaching and uh, we couldn't agree more. And it's, it's, it's one of the easiest things um, that will uh, catapult a loan officer's business. Right. But it's also the hardest thing for them to get out of the way of themselves because they think that they're more important than they are, you know, and they're not. Like we, we have a saying inside of our world. It's like, man, you're not as important as you think you are. And if you can get out of the way yourself and give some of those lower money making activities to, um, you know, to someone to complete for you, that's when you really uh, the trajectory of your business will just skyrocket, you know. But there's a lot of conversations inside of that. Like there really is like, because people start saying, well, my realtors only want me to do it. My realtors want, I mean, the realtors just want to get paid. They just want to check, you know, they want the loan to close. And I would say in almost every first time home buyer, they don't have any expectations. <laughs> they don't know what the process is, you know, so they don't really care. I always think of people that go to like Rocket Mortgage or these other online companies they don't really talk to anybody either until like later on down the road, you know, but, uh, but yeah. I so, you know, the biggest challenge that every loan officer has with this is that they, they hire somebody and it doesn't work. And they're like, well, that worked for Kenneth. That yeah. worked for Jamie. 
doesn't work for me in my market. Well, I mean, yeah. guys, I'm in St. Louis. Ken is in East Texas. Kellen is in Dallas. Shane's in Seattle. Like, like we are across the nation and, and in different, very different markets, uh, all of us. And scaling and building systems in, in Southern California here with, with, with Jamie, like building systems and it works. The problem is, is two things. One, you hired somebody and it didn't work and you only have yourself to blame because you didn't train them. You just you, you threw them out to the wolves. And the second thing, like you've got to do the work. Be like my, we originate the loan and we close the loan. So that is the same in in all of our processes. But but how that happens, when you skin the cat, like that that changes for all of us. And the number one thing that that we have to do as loan officers, salespeople, you got to whiteboard your process out. So you have to have from from A to Z on exactly what those steps are, what you're doing, what can get sectioned out, because what makes you the most money in your world may not be the, the thing that makes somebody else the most money in their world, depending on you know the assets, the people that you have on your team and what they're doing for you. So make sure you invest the time in scaling it out and drawing it out, mapping it out as we're talking about here. So, so you can then move forward. Um, well, hey, Jamie, I, I appreciate your time. Like, uh, yep. if what, any uh, any parting words that you want to uh, bestow on our listeners here today? You know, this is an amazing business. Every day we have an opportunity to to affect the lives of, of people, you know, in what would be, in most cases, the biggest transaction of their entire lives. And so I would just say, guys, just keep, keep yourselves educated. Uh, keep keep going out there and helping consumers, doing what's right, bring the value without the ask. And if you do nothing else, carve out a little time each day to focus on the future of your business. And that, that was the one thing I wrote down today is put the value out without the ask. And so that's, I'm going to quote you later today, Jamie. I appreciate that. Hey, hey friends, if you're listening to this, if you need something, you can always email uh, support at nextlevello.com. Uh, Kenneth and I might be on Facebook a little bit. You can hit us up in the DM there. Hey, Jamie, if, if somebody wanted to speak to you, how would they uh, How would they do that? Oh, they're more than welcome to uh, shoot an email over to me, uh, j.cavanaughatamerifund.com. Give me a, a Facebook uh, shout out. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you can give me a ring anytime as well, 805-296-1470. I'm happy to answer questions, help any of my fellow loan officers out there anytime. Awesome. Jamie, we appreciate you. Kenneth. Always good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you hey, just keep telling yourself that story. You're going oh, to man. Soon enough. All right, man. All right, y'all. Appreciate you, Jamie. Thank you. See you. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Mm-hmm.